Hi Saucers, welcome to Season 2, Episode 6, and we have our very first guest of the season, Carrie Larson. Carrie comes to join us and shares her reflection and journey over the last few years to self-love. We start the episode off about talking about dating, finding a partner, but ooh, do we get deeper into self-love, our subconscious mind, our conscious minds, and when you find that self-love, how so much opportunities are endless. Thank you, Carrie, for bringing your energy, your spirit, and your vulnerability to the Sauce Podcast, and to us, Molly and I, and the Saucers. Saucers, we hope you enjoy, and we also hope you're enjoying summer and weather is beautiful wherever you are. Hi, and welcome to the Sauce Podcast, where you will meet your hosts, Molly McKinstry, and me, Liz Hajar. We are two colleagues turned friends who worked together in tech sales for nearly 10 years. Throughout those 10 years, we grew a lot personally and professionally. Today, Molly runs a sales org at a tech startup. She lives in Denver, Colorado with four children. I live in London and I'm running a sales team and for Northern Europe of a tech startup as well. Molly and I are different in many ways, but share the same values and drive. And that is how we built a wonderful friendship. While we no longer work together at the same company, we put our heads together and dreamed up the Sauce Podcast. We wanted to have a platform that would build a community where we and others share all their business tips, tricks, and perspectives we or they have learned along the way. So Saucers, tune in each week as Molly and I share business tips and tricks and have fun with us along the way. Hello, saucers. So to give a little intro about Carrie coming on the sauce, usually Molly is here to join me, but we were unable to get our schedules to work. Um, So you get just me doing an intro of Carrie. But we love this episode and love having Carrie and just her energy and vulnerability as our first episode on the sauce. And when we first started talking to Carrie about coming on the sauce, we when we first started talking to her, we really loved how she went on the self-love journey and really spent time with herself and really wanted to understand herself and how that led to so much more in her life. And I think how much Carrie discovered on the journey. On the sauce, I think Molly and I spend time talking about maybe confidence here and there. We talk about self-love, but we've never spent like actual time talking about it. And it's so important. And as Carrie came on the episode and started talking, you know, we just realized how much we've all gone through in the past two and a half years with the pandemic. And as we are slowly, you know, coming out of it, um, there was a lot to reflect on. And during that time and after, there's a lot to reflect on. And I love this episode's timing and that it's summertime right now for many of us, um, not necessarily all of us. And it's in just Carrie touched on all these different pieces of when she really actually thought that she was going to stop and spend time with herself because she was burned out on dating and finding a partner, finding a potential partner. She really discovered so much. And so throughout this episode, you hear all of that. Um, and it's great. And I loved it. What I think is good to know and some things to know about Carrie is that she is Midwest born, but Bay area living. And she has during COVID she spent some time, it took took some reflection of like, what is going on? So much of her world changed as many of ours overnight during COVID and began to think, what is going on and how can I help and how can I make the world a better place? Um, 
And she also had time during COVID to kind of pause and say, I do want to find a partner. And when the time got right after COVID to start dating again and hitting the dating apps, this is where she kind of realized, what am I doing? I actually want to spend more time with myself, more self-discovery, and really find that confidence within myself. So Carrie is also through this, you'll hear on the podcast what she's been doing, but she's been an avid dancer since she was little, many, many, many years of dancing. And she finally, after many years of trying out, made the Warriors dance team and the Warriors won the entire NBA finals. So there's a lot to share there. And Carrie has built a little spoiler alert, her own, um, her own program called Serving Sundays, which you can follow on Instagram at Serving Sundays, and it's plural, so an S at the end of Sundays, and see what she's up to there. But it's a lot of inspirational, a lot of good soul resetting information. So, Carrie, it was a joy to see you and spend time with you. Thank you so much for fa- sharing your journey with us. And, saucers, we hope you enjoy. We know that you will love Carrie, but also remember, After this episode, you feel bold and be bold. And without Maul here, I'm going to remind you, always eat dessert, indulge, and make that choice to have just a little extra fun. Take care and enjoy. And today on the Sauce Podcast, we have a guest. We have Carrie Larson, who a lot of us after the last two years of the pandemic spent a lot of time kind of thinking about our careers, thinking about ourselves, not being able to do maybe some of the things that we loved. But Carrie came out of the pandemic saying, you know what, I want to show myself some more self-love or show myself and focus on my self-love. So Carrie, you're here today to talk to us, all of us in the saucers, um, on how you showed yourself self-love. I think it was last summer and you did it by taking yourself on 15 dates. So your own 15 dates for yourself. And we'd love to dive in and talk about, let's start from the top. How did this idea come about? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, This 15 solo date challenge kind of came about when I recognized in myself, you know, that I was attracting or attracted to just a type of man that wasn't necessarily like long term. And I knew that it was something within me. And so originally I was like, oh, I'll go on 15 solo dates and maybe meet that type of person like easier. And it quickly turned into, oh, wow, like I'm actually going on these dates for me and to get to know me better. And, you know, I would go with a journal prompt or I would take myself to different locations and areas and just spend time with myself and figure out what in my life I really wanted to focus on, what was important to me. And, you know, through that, I've noticed I've just been able to align so much better to other things. I love that. So you started going on these dates thinking, oh, maybe I'll, this will take me on my journey to meeting my partner and all that. But you really realized as you went on these dates, this is for me. Like I'm, I'm enjoying this being one with myself, being alone on these dates. Like I'm comfortable here. Yeah, exactly. And love that. I think even like, I know we'll get into this in a moment, but even fast forwarding to the big goals I've accomplished this year of like making Warriors Dance Team and starting my own mindfulness wellness business, like it almost all stems back from having a deeper confidence in myself. I think I've always portrayed I'm super confident and on the surface and like consciously I was like, oh yeah, I'm a confident person. But my level of confidence is so different now because I just know myself on a whole different level And so I'm not really seeking validation anymore. And I think even in dating, right, 
I think as women, we do this naturally. Like we have all this open space and we're not with somebody. So we automatically are like, I should be on the apps. I should be dating people. Um, But the reality is, I think I just needed a very dedicated time for me to sit down with me and go, what is calling me? Like, what am I aligned to? Where Where in my life am I getting drained with energy? Like what is you know, what is maybe missing and like having kind of those deeper conversations with myself. I think you make a very good point, Carrie. Like I've spent, you know, a lot of my life on the apps and and being single. And from my perspective is you do feel, and whether I put it on myself, whether we want to say society, whatever with society, you feel this pressure that you do need to be dating or you do need mm-hmm. to be finding your partner. Um, and again, wherever that pressure comes from, you know, where, wherever that comes from, it comes from. But I think it's really great for any listeners who are feeling this pressure, um, whether you put it on yourself, you feel it from society, from people around you. I think you make a great point, Carrie, of, you know, is right now the time that you need to be finding your partner or is right now the time that you need to be kind of digging deeper inside and it's okay to take a little time and say, time out from, you know, finding a, a person. I want to get a little bit more involved with myself and really understand myself and really have that deep confidence within myself. Yeah, exactly. And I think just to kind of add one more point there, um, it's also so normal for us to be seeking that out, especially when we see friends of ours like in love and we are so happy for them. And I think after going on certain dates and just being like, I'm getting no energy from this. And like, I just, you know, these guys are great, but there's something missing here. Like I am not feeling it and they seem great. So I think I just need to like take a step back and rethink about who I am and what I'm really aligned to. And I think my person will just naturally flow into my life once I'm feeling aligned to my own life. Yeah. I I love all this. One thing too, that you said, Carrie, which I feel like Liz and I have talked before on the sauce about confidence and about being confident, but we haven't necessarily talked a lot about how to build upon our own self-confidence in, you know, different chapters of our life or Mm -hmm. this concept of self-love that, you know, I know we'll talk about through this conversation today. So I, I just think it's really interesting that you had this reflection uh, I am a confident person and I always have been, right? And like, how, how how did that come to be? Or how am I fostering that to continue to be the case? Because it, it isn't like, oh, I'm a confident person. Cool. That's how I'll be forever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like you have to kind of offer that reflection and that self-love and that self-care to your point to figure out, well, what is driving your confidence? How do you fuel it? And how do you make sure it's attracting the people in your life that are deserving of, you know, spending company with you, which I just love. I love that level of reflection. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to even double click down into that a little more, you know, confidence is, I mean, there's just a spectrum of it, right? There's an aura that people portray. And then there's also like, okay, what is going on when you're by yourself? What are you thinking about? Or what is going on when you're finally making a decision for you and you're sharing it with your friends or family? Like, are you anxious? Are you immediately thinking what they're thinking? Or are you just so like in love with yourself in a different way where kind of the world is, it's just external data at that point. And you're sort of living in your own utopia and your own bubble. And if people, you know, agree with you, that's awesome. And if they don't, that's also okay. And you respect that. 
And that takes time. So that is not something that just happens naturally. But I think the difference, but and I do a lot of work in my own like studies and stuff on the conscious and subconscious brain and just, oh my gosh, it's so fascinating. If you're ever looking for a book, the power of the subconscious brain has like changed my whole view of the world. But our subconscious is the one that is like in taking this information and running 90% of our thoughts in our life. And our conscious brain is like, oh, I'm confident. I'm this. So it's really about finding deep trust in your subconscious, right? So like I deeply trust that I am making decisions that will lead me to the best thing instead of, and I'll use this as an example. I'm like kind of talking to a guy right now, right? And I, part of me was like, oh, I'm going to text my friend who's really good at dating, like how I should respond, right? And we all kind of do that. And then I had this moment and I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm going to respond how I want to respond. Like I trust myself that how I respond is how this is meant to happen because I feel in this moment that I kind of need to say something and like call this guy out on his behavior a little bit. And I think my friend would have been like, no, don't do that. Like as girls, if you want to get the guy, you don't do this and you don't do that. And so all of that to say, all of that is welcome and wanted, but I think having those, it's, self-confidence and self-trust are in those little choices that we have every day versus like this extreme aura that you present to the world. Yeah. It's kind of like a little bit of the fake, the aura that you present to the world. Are you on the fake it till you make it kind of confidence or Mm. is the deep confidence Mm. in there? So yeah. And I love that you went, I just want to give you a shout. I love that you went with your own and you're being up front with this person you're speaking with, um, in like a romantic relationship type of way, I think is incredible. And I think in all relationships, it's great. And it took me a journey to get there. So I love that Carrie. Um, okay. Really interesting stuff. Let's talk. So if someone's sitting here, saucers listening, Maul and I are listening and we go, this is awesome. Like I want to take myself on 15 solo dates this summer. What would you, how did you, let's talk a little tactical. How did you pick the locations? How did you kind of start the whole journey? Yeah. So I first kind of had like, you know, I live in San Francisco and there's so much to do here. Like I've even lived in the Bay area for six years and I still haven't been to Alcatraz. Like there's so much and different neighborhoods and things. So wherever you live, Um, I love in the maps that you can like make lists. So I actually had like an SF bucket list. And so I kind of started there and I looked at things I wanted to do and was like, okay, Um, you know, went to a couple of restaurants, but then I really started to broaden my horizon and I would just tack on a day or two on trips I was already going on. So if I was going on a wedding somewhere to Hawaii, for instance, I tacked on a day and stayed and like treated myself, went out. Um, you know, one time I went whale watching, which was just, uh, I love whales so much. And I don't have a lot of friends <laughs> who like whales, like I like whales. So I took I myself to moderate, <laughs> went whale watching. Um, I really just wanted to do things that, you know, helped me expand my view of the world and like, let me hang out with myself in a fun way, but also, I would take my journal with me and I would try to ask myself hard questions, you know, where you're not with other people who can kind of influence your answers. It's like just you in your own space. Um, So yeah, if you want to get started, I recommend just like making a list and just like fantasize. Maybe you want to go to Europe. Maybe you want to go to San Diego. Like 
maybe you want to go into the middle of the country in Montana or whatever. Um, it's kind of scary at first. Like, I'm not going to lie. The first couple, you sort of feel overwhelmed. And I think even after one of them, I cried a little bit because you're like really in your own thoughts. And then you're like, am I really at this point where I'm like hanging out with myself? And then as it goes on, though, you just like feel so empowered. And I ended up making friends actually along the way, too. So. I love so all of this. And also, just so you know, I appreciate whales uh, a lot also. And I well, feel like whale watching is like one of those things that actually just makes you feel, I don't know, just like how small and um, fragile we are as humans and like all just the enormity of life. And I don't know, I think whales are pretty spectacular. So with you there, with you and there. The best thing, can I add one more thing about whale watching is yes. no matter how old I get and how many whales I've seen, every time one breaches, I get, I screech, I giggle. I'm like, <laughs> whale. like I just like, I, I feel like I'm six again. And I think like, I love, I love it. Oh my yeah. God. My sisters are going to make fun of me so much because I talk about this so much. They're going to be like, of course. Well, it sounds like us three are going to go whale watching. The next I can't wait. You can't wait. Not you know underestimate why. just the magic of whales. I'm with you. Um, and I also, you know, thank you for sharing and just the vulnerability of feeling almost that sadness, you know, maybe the first one or two of these dates you went on. And I think you even said like you, you cried and had this, like, am I really here? But going back to that self-trust and that self-love that it sounds like you really just gave yourself the grace to say like, no, this is where you need to be. And you know, you, you talked about this idea of being in love with yourself. And I, I love that. It's a very bold statement and I love it because it's like, well, if I can't enjoy my own company and spending time with my own self, then like, how, like, what is the point, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but it's easier said than done. Yeah, it really is easier said than done. And I think you know, people always say like, just work on the relationship with yourself or, you know, it's like spend time with you. And, and it's so easy to put that at the bottom of the list. And that's why I wanted to do a challenge because I was like, I could just say I'm going to solo date, but if I like have a number behind it and I posted it on TikTok, by the way. So if you're looking for my 15 solo dates for inspiration, it's all on TikTok at Carrie Larson underscore. Um, but I think that was holding me accountable to do it as well. So having like a number and a challenge. And I mean, we all met in sales. That's like how our brains function. So love it. I am curious, Carrie, after you did these 15 dates and I think you shared kind of what Mom was saying, you shared, there was some vulnerability, kind of cried afterwards. Like I'm sitting here and really I'm not chatting and avoiding anything. Like I am in it and in my feelings. When you wrapped up these 15 dates, what what was some of the thoughts that you took away? Like what, what were kind of the biggest takeaways or something that takeaways or what kind of surprised you that maybe you didn't expect? Yeah. Um, I also did a TikTok on this, but I think one of the biggest things that surprised me was just how much more connected I felt to me and like how much more I trust myself now. Meaning 
I think before I would make decisions or kind of like I was alluding to, I would ask people their opinions and like all of this versus now I'm like, okay, I think I really can like make decisions on my own. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to ever get feedback from people. But now when I ask for feedback or when I ask for people's opinions, it's just data in my brain versus like actually changing the trajectory of something I'm doing. So that to me was super surprising. And then I think the other piece was just how much more connected I felt to the things I was doing in my life. Um, You know, at the time I was training for Warriors Dance Team. I know we'll get into that in a moment, but it had been, you know, I was on an NBA team for three years and then I didn't make this one after a handful of times of trying out. I didn't make other teams after a handful of times trying out. And I found myself five years later, like, am I just chasing a stale dream? Am I, is this my ego at this point? Just saying like, I'm not going to end my dance career with like a handful of no's after I was already a pro, like something is like missing here. And when I look back, you know, I think for a while I was leaning so heavily on other people to help me with my training and tell me what I needed to do and tell me what my hair needed to look like and all of this. And I was like, I've been here before. Like what, what feels good to carry? So I chopped my hair for the next one. You know, I, I think I really just started listening to me um, also through these dates. And I think I also was able to realign to like my why behind making that team. And it was more than dance at that point, you know? And so that, and then mixed with like, okay, where do I want to go with my life? What job do I want to have? Like literally one in the midst of this 15 solo dates, I made warriors dance team. I quit a job after only being there for eight months, which is like unheard of for me. I would never do that before. So happy I did though. And, you know, just in terms of alignment, like things just started to sort of fall into place more. I wasn't forcing things. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like you were trusting yourself, trusting that subconscious and you started to actually make decisions that were right for you and what you really needed and what you really felt. And I think that, you know, you see this all the time when we start to do that, it's like that alignment starts to fall into place because you're not chasing someone else's dream or, you know, having your hair styled, like it looks good on someone else or texting the guy back based on what your friend writes. It's like, no, these are the decisions Carrie needs to make for Carrie. Mm -hmm. And as you start to do that and you gain that confidence and that trust, like, you know, the, the pieces start to fall together, which I just absolutely love, love hearing. I'm going to actually take us though, on kind of the next part of the journey that I know you're on, you've already talked about, you know, being a dancer on the Warriors um, professional team, which is so incredible. And I love that you, you know, fought that dream and did not give up. And you also have recently launched Serving Sundays, which I know is, you know, your mindfulness and kind of wellness business that we would love to hear about, love to hear, you know, what gave you the confidence to do that and, and how it's going. Yeah. Yeah. No, great points. Um, And it's so aligned because whoever's listening to this, Warriors just won finals. So in terms of alignment, if I look back, like this was always meant to be my rookie season for sure on this team. Um, Just the people who are on the team, like winning, having everyone be on the same page. My directors and coaches are just 
incredible women to be led under. And I, you know, for those who are listening, if you're somewhere right now where you're really trying to do something and like you are putting your all into it and for whatever reason, you're not getting the answer that you want, just know there's like a reason behind it. Because I look back now and I have like a personal formula for success, right? Like five years of all these no's and going back to the drawing board and like trusting myself and and continuing to go and even being vulnerable. Like I posted my journeys on social media. I wasn't really quiet about it, which some, you know, there's debate on whether you should be quiet or not. But I think it's amazing to have people follow along with you and then show them, hey, I didn't make the team, but like, I'm going to go again. And um, I can't tell you how many people will like randomly reach out to me on social media and be like, I've been following your journey this whole time. And like to see you like in finals now and then winning and like you're coming out with a ring, like, whoa, this is so inspiring for me. And for me, I'm like, that is my why. And that's kind of what has led into Serving Sundays. I blend everything we just talked about. Um, A year ago, I don't think I would have been confident enough to start my own business and and have it be a business that really is a vulnerable business. Like it's all about creating a space and a Sunday service where you're connecting with yourself. Um, Because I think I've seen the power that that's done for me through my 15 solo dates, through having like an amazing life coach and now working for a mindfulness and wellness tech company. And I just want to bring that to more people. I think there's so much power behind it. You know, you're not chasing happiness, I believe. You're chasing fulfillment. You know, that that feeling of like waking up and going like, I'm looking forward to this day. I don't take that for granted because I have seen and I've also been in a place where that was not the case. And I know a lot of people in this country and this world feel that like they're waking up and they're they're just surviving and they're not thriving in that survival. And I just see a need of how can I make even a slight impact in people's lives where I'm creating this Sunday service that people are coming to either virtually or in person. And I guide them through all of that. Like they don't have to plan when they're meditating or doing yoga or journaling, like they just come and they leave the day and they maybe know a little bit more about themselves or they're inspired to try one thing new in the next week. And like, to me, that's a big win. Um, So I'm still in the beginning stages of it, but our first public event is at the end of July and, you know, we do virtual events and I... I'm grateful to have started my career at Glassdoor because Glassdoor is all about feedback. And I feel like we really drank our own Kool-Aid and looked for feedback, looked for ways to improve. And like, that's what I'm bringing into Serving Sundays. So I know it's not a beautiful, completed picture, but the feedback already, you know, when you get messages from people who are just like, I, that was life-changing for me, or I still think about this one thing that was shared in this one you know, online episode or whatever. I like that just keeps me going because I'm like, it's no longer about Carrie and what Carrie is to the world. It's like using my skills and whatever is calling to me to like serve other people and help them feel more fulfilled. 
Really, really, really cool, Carrie. And I want to say real quickly, you and I, we all, we did work together, but we were on different parts of the business. So you and I didn't work closely together very often, but I did meet you for those that know that are listening in locker room mornings is what I called them. <laughs> Anyone that worked out in the morning, Glassdoor had shower rooms that and it was just honestly the best. And, um, and so I remember talking to you about how you wanted to do Warriors dance team. Maybe it was 49ers. So excuse me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. You also coach people to get on the dance teams. And I remember you talking, you had tryouts one year. Remember you coming back and I said, care how to go. And we talked about it that morning and I'm just so, and I think I saw on social media that you had made the dance team for the Warriors and I was thrilled for you. And I think what that really showed, I think amazing and amazing that you found this place to become more and more healthy with yourself and say, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing it. And as you said, is it ego driving me? What's driving me? No, this is something that Carrie wants to do. Um, and I think it's incredible for people that are listening that if there's something you want to do, keep going for it. And that's something that you're mm-hmm. passionate about and driven by. I love that. And it seems like Carrie kind of on this journey, you found this place in your soul that you wanted to help serve others and help others find their journey as well as kind of have your own side side business, you know, side, I want to say side hustle that's helping others because how much you'd love to be able to give back and help people on their journey, whether it's becoming more confident within themselves, whether it's achieving a dream, whatever it may be. I think it's really cool that you've kind of built this from your experience over the past couple of years. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny that you're kind of bringing me back to moments where you know, I think where we feel tension and struggle in like big blocks in our lives is when we start to let everyone else around us sort of dictate our life or sort of run it, which is that's needed too. And I think there's harmony, which is why our main tagline and actually bracelets that people get through Serving Sundays is I choose me because there are moments we just, we just don't choose ourselves enough, I don't think. And if I can even be part of, you know, people will text me and be like, you know, I went to a dance class the other day and I walked in and I was so intimidated. Like all these girls were so good. And I looked down and I had my, I choose me bracelet on. And I was just like, no, like I'm here for me. And my level of talent is different than other people. And like, we're all different. So I'm going to focus on me. And I really needed that reminder. And that is what I, you know, want to help the world do. Like maybe it's one day where, you know, you wake up, you're frazzled, maybe you're running late to something and like, you don't have time to fit something in, but then you look down and you're like, I choose me. I need to find just like five minutes today where I'm either centering to myself, like breathing, journaling, whatever that looks like. Um, so yeah, that's just one more part of it that I thought I would share and encourage people to just find even just little places in your schedule where you're choosing yourself. Love that. And we see your Serving Sunday sign behind you. So there it is. Can you give us a quick, Carrie, if listeners are like, I'm, I'm into this, I want to check it out. Where can they, what's the best information to find? And then are there things they can sign up for to be a part of this? Yeah. Great question. So our Instagram page is our most like up-to-date and running. We don't have a website yet. Um, so at Instagram Serving Sundays. Website. I know. There we go. It really it is. is. <laughs> at Serving Sundays. Um, We post inspirational things. We also do like a Sunday top three, you know, try to aim for every other week where we're just sharing like a podcast to listen to or, you know, here are some journal prompts. Like if you just don't want to do the thinking and then yes, we are going to have virtual events. So be on the lookout for that as well as in person. So in 2022, 
We're aiming to have in-person experiences every other month in the Bay Area. Um, And then hopefully we start expanding from there. So follow us on social media so you can kind of stay in the know where we are next. Um, But yeah, it'll be online experiences where you'll still get, you know, a meditation, some type of like reflection, some type of speaker coming in, talking about, you know, some type of like wellness, mindfulness, mental health topic. Um, We have an online episode we just did on all about stress and stress management and how your body actually interacts with stress and your stress biotype. And so you can find all of that on our Instagram. Love it. Thank you, Carrie. Serving Sundays on Insta Saucers. So check it out. Um, we're going to go into the lightning round, but before we do, I just want to say, you know, to your comment of when you hear feedback from people saying like that one thing from an episode or that one thing you shared really impacted them, I am taking away from this conversation the idea of focusing on fulfillment instead of happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just such a profound thing cuz in many ways you could say well aren't those the aren't they very similar aren't they the same and really they're they're pretty different right and happiness is fleeting and kind of something you chase where fulfillment is um just i don't know i love it that that's going to stick with me so thank you for sharing and yes. hopefully saucers you've already heard some nuggets that you're going to bring to you know your day and week ahead you know with all of our interviews we got to end with a good lightning round so i am going to kick us off with carrie one line of advice that you would offer to fellow millennials who may be battling with the corporate the corporate gig right now and also are wanting to start their own thing what should they do trust yourself and know that it's okay that you have multiple passions. Like I think just to double click super down into that, we are taught, like usually taught you have one thing, you go to school for one thing, you do one thing. Like I feel like I'm living proof. I have a dance career. I have a tech career. I have an entrepreneurial career and you can do all three and don't let anyone, including your corporate boss, make you feel bad about that. (laughs) I love it. Okay. What about the word perseverance? What does that mean to you? Deep self-connection. Oh, I love that. It's a good one. Do I? Oh, I love, we can take it there. I don't know, Mo, you (laughs) want to do, Mo, keep them going. I love it because it's lightning round. We got to go quick. All right. What is it really like to be a Warriors fan? Or maybe could we actually ask you what's it like to be on the Warriors dance team? Like, yeah. I think I think a lot like of us want to know that. Okay. So I would say loyalty is just bred in the Warriors organization. I mean, our three like main, not main, but big star players have literally started their careers on Warriors ground, have been with us for 10 years and love Warriors. And I think that bleeds into Warriors dance team. Um Two things people might not know, Warriors dance team is so intense, but it's amazing. And I think that's why I wanted to make it so bad. Like we audition every single routine. So we, you know, put ourselves in an audition setting every time in front of our coaches. And I think the other thing is like, we're just really hardworking, lovable people. Sometimes people might not know that, but like we, and we really care about the fans at the end of the day. Like it's all about entertaining and. Yeah, it's amazing. 
Carrie, you were emailing us at all hours of the night, so I know that balancing your your day job, your side hustle, and Warriors Dance Team was, I'm assuming, no joke, um, and we weren't living it, but I could only see from a distance, so awesome. Let's do this one. Favorite book or quote that you would share with the saucers? So favorite book, I think, is definitely Power of the Subconscious Mind. It just, you will figure out why you do certain things and why like affirmations are powerful and things like that. Can't recommend it enough. I need to read that book. What about favorite <laughs> quote? Do you have a favorite quote? Oh, I am not the best with quotes, but right now I just looked up. I have a post-it note that says, what would a CEO do? <laughs> Uh, oh, I love that. Just help me like remember that I'm not like you kind of have to sit in that identity that you want to be already and start to work on that, right? So what would a CEO do? <laughs> I, I love that. that. I also want I also want to say I think you need to um own the focus on fulfillment and not happiness. I feel like mm, that is yes. um again mm-hmm. me. So I, I love it. Okay, two more quick ones top TikTok tip for those that want to get into it. Top TikTok tip. Yes. So it's funny. I think with TikTok, the more, I know I keep talking about alignment to you and like what you really love, but the more you do that, the better your TikTok content is because you're just like speaking from the heart. But I would say the biggest thing is just like practice, just do it. Just put stuff out there. It's all data. Don't focus on likes or views. Like if I go back to my very first TikTok, it like I would never produce something like that. But it that's like with anything. It's like riding a bike. The first time you get on, you're going to be bad at it. But the more you practice, it just becomes second nature. So just do it and trust yourself. <laughs> love, love, love. Okay, Carrie, final, final. What we love to ask all of our guests. You shared a lot about your journey. What would you say is Carrie Larson's secret sauce? My secret sauce is trusting myself. Let me double click down a little bit more that I haven't said yet today. Like, for instance, if my passions are going one way, or if I'm somebody who is like working in a, in a certain way, I'm going to keep with that, right? So to your point, I know I work really well at night. I would love to be an early morning girly and like wake up at 6 a.m. with my matcha latte and go on a walk and like, you know, early, like love that lifestyle. But I just know that it doesn't fit me right now. So instead of trying to force myself into these things, I'm just like taking a step back. And I think it has allowed me to just surrender to life and experiences. And they've flowed in so much more effortlessly than when I've tried to force things and force myself into certain buckets that I'm just not. So my secret sauce is trusting myself, but also just letting myself live the way that like feels most natural. I love it. I love it. And I feel like, I feel like Carrie, like this conversation is just like such a beautiful, I just feel like such a beautiful thing and a beautiful journey to see where you're at today doing you like thoroughly doing you and really lean into what, what Carrie wants and how Carrie would do this versus how the world would it pressure you or impact the world around you could impact you. So a beautiful journey. And thank you for sharing it and being so open and vulnerable with us and the sauce. Yes. Thank you. This has been such a full circle experience. I mean, having Molly and Liz, I was 
Molly, I was on under your team for like three months, I think, but just having you both as like leaders in my circle and seeing what you're doing with this podcast and how you're showing up for yourselves and being a mom and Liz living your European life. Like, it's just so great that we can still stay connected. And I just want you to know, I'm so proud to like call you leaders in a distance. <laughs> oh. We're always here. Well, Carrie. Well, Thank you so much. <laughs> very, well, very kind. Thanks for Spades is going to embrace our, our boldness here. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Sadie. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Thank you for tuning in to the Sauce Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our personal anecdotes and biz tips and tricks we shared today. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and or following the podcast on any platform or leaving a one-line review of the podcast, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you, thank you. Molly and I would also like to state that everything stated on this podcast is our own opinions and it's not shared on the behalf of others or on our employers. Thank you.